Hello and welcome back to Expression FM as we continue our coverage of this season's European Champions Cup. This time, Exeter Chiefs welcome French champions Montpellier in this round of 16 clash. Guiding you through today's proceedings are, as normal, me, Alex Greger, and alongside me today is Joseph Terry. With the group stages done and dusted back in January, the top stars across Europe and South Africa now focus their attention on knockout rugby. Following some cracking games yesterday, the winner of this one now know their opponents in the quarter-final will be the DHL Stormers following their 50-35 victory over Munster. Firstly, looking at the Chiefs, some very mixed Formula 8 since we were last year at Sandy Park. A win in the Premier League Rugby Cup was a real high and it's sure to be remembered for a long time at the club. With so much young, exciting talent on display now for the Chiefs, including four current EURFC players in that squad, there is no doubt a bright future for the club. This was unfortunately then followed by a trip to the bottom of the table at Bath Rugby last week. Expecting an easy victory, Exeter slept walked their way to a 36-19 defeat, being thoroughly outclassed throughout. This brings us to today, where a victory is a must, with an now being win or go home. Key players for Exeter today include England veteran Jack Knoll, with a winger's 13 years experience likely coming to an end this year, with rumours of a move to French giant La Rochelle in the summer. For the visitors today, this season has been a massive disappointment in the competition to last. A victory against Castro in last season's top 14 grand finale gave Guillaume Guillardot a perfect send-off. However, this year has failed to reach those heights, currently languishing in ninth place in the top 14, and some very disappointing form make for grim reading. Prior to the start of March, Montpellier had just one win in 2023, but going to finally find some victories of late. A comprehensive win over Claremont proceeded to a tight away victory over relegation-threatened Perpignan. With 10 players on that side that won that final last year in today's squad, his Montpellier side is still one to be feared. Their key man today is Italian magician Paolo Garbisi at fly half, as well as former Bath number eight, Zach Mercer. The latter opted to take a look for better opportunities away from the wreck and in England in the south of France, but will return to England next season with Gloucester. After the flashing by Bath last week, Rob Baxter and Ali Heffer made six changes to the side as they look for a response. Jack Dunn drops to the bench and Scotland's national Johnny Gray makes his return in following the Six Nations, partnering with Daffa Jenkins. Fellow Exeter Uni student Christians remains in the back row alongside Sam Simmons with Dave Viewers dropping to the bench in the place of Yanis Kirsten. Another EURFC man, Will Beckinsall, makes his first European start scrum half alongside fellow change Joe Simmons. Henry Slade is joined by a new partner in the midfield as Solomon Acasa is left out in favour Irishman Sean O'Brien. The final change to Chiefs today is at fullback as Tom White comes in following his very impressive performance in the Prem Rugby Cup. On the bench for Exeter, we find our fourth Exeter uni student in the former Tom Cairns. The scrum half prepares to make his European debut. There are also two late changes for Exeter today. Rory Lachlan comes in on the left wing for Exeter's top try scorer this season, Ollie Woodburn. And Nick Abeladza comes onto the bench in preparation for his debut in the place of Alec Hepburn. For Montpellier, they also want to see an improvement in from recent times, go with five changes for their lineup. Four of those alterations are found in the numbers one to four, with Fischen, Guillaume Lamotadele, and Shularu are all replaced by Fortella, Pegra Mosa, Henry Thomas, and Elliot Stoop. With two Englishmen coming in, perhaps hoping to offer some expertise in the British conditions. Another England player in the pack is the aforementioned Zach Mercer, who's looking to offer his dynamic ball carrying in attack. In the backs, World Cup winner Kobus Reinach and Italian protege Paolo Galbisi starting the halfbacks. The only change in the backline sees former Hurricanes Ben Lamb replace fellow Kiwi George Bridge on the wing. A fourth Englishman is found on the bench from Pellier as Curtis Langan is chosen. The former sailman has two cats for England against the USA and Canada in the Lions summer 2021. 
the full lineups of today are Scott Seo, Dan Frost, and Marcus Street in the front row for Exeter. Johnny Gray and Daffy Jenkins make up the second row. Yannis Kirsten, Christians, and the ever impressive Sam Simmons start at the back row. Uni student Will Beckinsale is partnered by Joe Simmons today, with Sean O'Brien and Henry Slade outside then. Rory Lachlan, the late change, comes in on the left wing. Jack Knoll, ever impressive on the right wing. And Tom Wyatt makes his first start out for the Premier Rugby Cup since October 2020 at fullback. On the bench chiefs today is club captain Jack Yendel, Nick Abelaz the for his debut, Josh Isover Scott, Aidan Davis, club favourite debuters, uni student Tom Cairns, Harvey Skinner and Josh Hodge. For Montpellier today, they've gone for a front row of Enzo Forletta, Brandon Pago and Musa, and Englishman Henry Thomas, an all-chain front row from their last matchup against Perpignan. Elliot Stuke is joined by Tyler Jewitt in the second row, and Nico Janssen van Rensburg, Masavevi Dakawaka, and Zach Mercer make up the back row. World Cup winner Cobus Reinach is at nine, along the side, Paolo Garbisi, an incredibly exciting talent in that Italian and Montpellier jersey. Jan Serpentine is in the number 12 shirt alongside Thomas Dumont with Vincent Rates, Ben Lamb and Anthony Boutier in the back three. Another Englishman, Curtis Langdon, is at the 16. Former English player, I guess, with Saracens, Titi Lamassatelli is at 17. And Mohamed Hawass makes his return to rugby, his first game since getting sent off against Scotland in the Six Nations. Lenny Nucci is 19. Scrum half of Coley, 20. Louis Carbonell, George Bridge and Marco Taulagini make up the remainder of the bench for Montpellier. Love bit of sunshine, Joseph. Come out of nowhere. It's kind of been a bit of a mixed mash day, but hopefully some exciting rugby on the show today. Should be a very exciting and interesting game of rugby today at Sandy Park. A very sunny Sandy Park, as you say, Alex. Two teams here in this match fighting for their seasons, fighting for very close positions in the league table. Montpellier four points away from the playoff places. And, of course, we all know the fight the Chiefs have on their hands in the Premiership. So the European games this year, both teams are very important in getting some success, perhaps, from these seasons. And as you said there, Alex, interesting to see late changes for Exeter Chiefs namely and notably the absence of Ollie Woodburn I'm very intrigued to see the difference that will make to the attacking threat of this team absolutely and Joseph your score prediction for today my score prediction will be an extra victory by five points there you go with kickoff just around the corner we will join you very shortly to get underway We are underway here at Sandy Park. The players are out. The atmosphere is building. Henry Slade puts a deep kick to the left. Joseph, we excited for this one? Looking forward to this. It's a great start here for the Chiefs. And it's a good start of the game. High intensity so far in this match as we have the first box kick of the game. Curtis Langdon already onto the field. Throws into the line out front. Hits Nico Rianzi van Rensburg. It's good ball defence from Chiefs though. In fact, they're inching Montpellier backwards at the moment. Referee tells Ryan not to use it. But he can't use it. Chiefs are demolishing the Montpellier fall. They eventually get it away and it's spread wide. It's two and one out in the quick. Boothier finds Ben Lamb, the Kiwi in a bit of space. Takes on Joe Simmons. No, sorry, Tom Wyatt. Great tackle. Great hit lower. Curtis Langdon skips out the tackle. Curtis Langdon to the line. What a start for Montpellier. It's spread wide to Ben Lamb. 
he breaks the tackle but it's brought down but Curtis Langdon what a line hit by the former sail worker an Englishman for his English conditions proving his quality within 30 seconds of coming onto the pitch Curtis Langdon scores a try in his first contribution to this match here and Montpellier have been a very strong team in the first four minutes very attacking very stable and very secure in the using that front line to use the pack weight to make opportunities and make chances as they've just converted now difficult kick here for Garbizi however seven points would be a great start for Montpellier four minutes in yeah Curtis Langdon formerly of Doncaster Sale and recently of Worcester before their collapse earlier in the season now joined French Giants Montpellier and scoring tries in Champions Cup knockout games Paolo Garbizi right on the left hand touchline incredibly difficult kick for a left footer as well but he's curling it round he's absolutely nailed it Paolo Garbizi excellent kick for the young Italian and it's extra Chiefs nil Montpellier 7 just 5 minutes in so Garbizi puts on the bomb off the free kick it's a good one it's contestable Tom White has to come along with get it gets to it but knocks it on and Montpellier drops the counter strike immediately Elliot Stook what a ball by Elliot Stook finds Ben Lamb bounces through Henry Slade brought down by Jack Noel but Montpellier just 10 metres out now Elliot Stook give that wonderful ball fly half-esque you'd say from the second row carries forward but again Montpellier got none with that wide booth here skips one finds Stackawaka surely it's going to be a second drive from Montpellier in the corner and it is Vincent Rates. it's 12-0 Montpellier and this Chiefs crowd are absolutely stunned into silence seven minutes in Montpellier have a second try it's a flash flood of scores here for Montpellier the clinicality and the conversion of the chances is top quality by the top 14 champions and extra Chiefs have been caught napping two times now of two poor errors leading to free kicks and knock-ons and Montpellier are really starting well in this match and have almost set themselves up to be in a position where they can now defend for the rest of the game and maybe win this match which is worrying for Chiefs fans Got to be easy this time from the right-hand touchline not, again, not an easy kick whatsoever, but slightly more favourable for a left footer. Flies towards the post, just so I got the distance, but not at all the accuracy. This one, a really poor kick, but it's the last. But it's extra Chiefs nil, Montpellier 12, just eight minutes into the game. So Dan Frost throws into the five-metre line out for Chiefs. Daffer Jenkins takes an extra look to maul it. They're so hard to stop in this position. Montpellier survived once, can they survive again? The mall's gone down, but Chiefs still have it. Dan Frost, dummies, goes alone, runs to Zakawaka. The Fiji, former Fijian sevens player deals with it well, though. Daffer Jenkins brushes off Zach Mercer, but it's brought down five metres out. There's a bit Scott Seo rolls out of one tackle. But Ginn doesn't make a huge amount of ground. Simmons finds Dan Frost running a nice line, spins away from one tackle. Gets to two metres out, one metre out now, Dan Frost. Inches short now, Chiefs. The former Wasman just dealt with. So hard to stop. We know they're impenetrable for this distance. Johnny Grace repelled. Scott Sear is it though. The Australian has the try. Exeter Chiefs finally, finally have the breakthrough that they utterly deserved for the last 15, 20 minutes. Deserved score for Exeter Chiefs. That's the that second try in two games for Scott Sear. Exeter Chiefs scored the best way they showed in the last year's Champions Cup driving malls and driving towards the line low and hard and it's deserved score deserved try Chiefs have been pressure on the back line of Montpellier for 10-15 minutes now 
and finally with the lack of penalties and some discipline it's shown and the score has come yeah Scott's here bench making the breakthrough 69 capped Australian international score losses against Basque you mentioned Joseph and has a score here against Montpellier as Joseph lines up the kick dead in front of the post easy as you like and out of almost nowhere just like Montpellier's, Montpellier's fast start Chiefs are right back in it Exeter Chiefs 7 Montpellier 12 15 to go in the first half Exeter 5 metres out once again winning yet another penalty this time they go for the tap and go rather than opting for the line out Cross taps gives on Exeter short by a couple of metres continue to pick blind Dan Frost this time Luca likes to get busy in the loose advantage again to Exeter it's the third consecutive penalty for Exeter and the referee goes to his pocket he rings out the yellow card he displays the yellow card I'm not sure who it's for I think it might be Maisie Dakawaka the Fijian number 7 is sent to the bin for the remainder of this first half so Exeter yet again tap and go down Frost goes towards the line 2 metres short Simmons next up he's repelled well Kirsten clears out Scott's here hunting for a second try for his health but Josh Shaw again Johnny Gray next up scored just one try all season but again he's repelled Sam Simmons he can't be stopped for that Shaw the number 8 how good is he and Exeter from 12-0 down out of nowhere a level Joseph Level out of nowhere. I spoke kind of about flash floods of scoring by Montpellier and now it's coming from Chiefs. And Chiefs have been a much stronger side at this time. For the last 15, 20 minutes, particularly in the 22 of Montpellier, as shown in that sense of play there. Three sets of penalties, showing the pressure on them on the Montpellier defence. And it showed there. Great score by Sam Simmons. Yeah, world-class finish from a world-class player. Sam Simmons diving over from short range to put extra cheese level with five just five to go in this first half Joe Simmons his brother of Sam lines up the kick 15 metres in from touch that left hand touch line slightly favourable for a right foot kicker that Joe Simmons is normally ever so reliable from the tee but in his last season at Chiefs joining Poe next year water towards the ball strikes all towards the post and Exeter Chiefs have the lead for the first time today we have four to go on the clock in the first half Exeter Chiefs 14 Montpellier 12 Montpellier still have it Zach Mercer picks and goes offers Tyler Dugan second row gets a lot of work Mercer goes quickly makes 5 metres but Montpellier still short Reinach looks wider Serpentine Garbizi beautiful from Garbizi to advance on Rattus gets out one skips out two but brought down 4 metres out from the line Reinach goes on to Dugan Again, the Canadian repelled. Boothier looks wider. Knocked on by Henry Slade, and he might be in trouble here. Advantage being played. Penalty and yellow card for the England number 13. Deliberate knock-on. So Montpellier from that knock-on, deliberate knock-on penalty. Ops go for the post. 15 metres out. Near on dead in front. Paolo Gobbis just have no worries converting this. And doesn't. Nails the kick the Italian international. And it's Exeter Chiefs 14, Montpellier 15. With just a few seconds on the clock to go in the first half. Joe Simmons gets us back underway for the final time in this first half. 
collected by Boothier, who boots it out. And at half time, they said to the Chiefs 14, Montpellier 15, which is a one point game. And both teams deserve it. Fairly or feel like they may deserve the lead at half time. Both teams would deserve the lead. It's been a very nervous performance by both teams, particularly in terms of discipline and in terms of ill discipline, moreover. However, it's also been a game defined by clinicality and precision in the scoring chance by both teams. Montpellier scoring two tries the first eight minutes of the game, and she's been clinical in the 22 of Montpellier. A lot to look forward to, and a lot of things for the teams to work on in the second half to get that important quarter final place. Yeah, no doubt. Obviously, must win game for that quarter final. Second half is with you very shortly. The second half is back underway here as Paolo Garbisi gets underway with a, a long kick to the left hand side. With Exeter playing a kick of their own and Montpellier immediately on the attack. It's cross still kicks, effectively from Boutier. It's controlled brilliantly by Ben Lamb, who feels like his own to Zach Mercer, but it's knocked on as the ball tries to get back to Ben Lamb and Exeter come away with possession. Montpellier plays some really nice attacks. Serpentine bounces off Joe Simmons. Jan Serpentine finds Vance on Ratters onto Zach Mercer. Bounces through Tom Wyatt and finishes in the corner. And Montpellier have their third score in today's game. Zach Mercer comes in with it. But Jan Serpentine, how good was he busting through the gap? We'll look at a challenge off the ball by number four from Montpellier, Elliot Stook. On by looks at Scott Seo, I think. I don't know, Joseph. Is it enough to rule out a try? Could be enough to rule out a try if it's ruled as obstructing or interfering with the play. Whether or not you can say that's interfering with the play, I can't tell. You could say that Elliot Stuke is defending a player in that defensive line, so there's an argument for scratching off this try. Sandy Park, of course, is going to lean a certain way, though. It's been ruled out. Andrew Brace not happy. Rules there's crossing against number four, Elliot Stuke, the former Gloucester Bath and Wasman penalised for his shoulder charge on Scott Seo and we have penalty to Exeter but once again the Chiefs very lucky to escape Simmons offloads onto Daff, uh, sorry um, Christianza Dan Frost makes the lovely line cutting straight for the Montpellier offensive but it's just tap tackled as he gets to Anthony Boutier Christianza's down on the back foot but Exeter can you to come forward and win a penalty dead in front of the post not rolling away Dan Frost, very much a catalyst for that penalty. The former Wasp hooker making a bust in the defensive line. We've got a TMO review. Extra awarded the penalty. It's over 22 and have a five-meter line out. But we're also now seeing a high shot made on Chris Shunza by number eight, Zach Mercer, the former Bath man. Going to Gloucester next season. Could be in serious trouble here. Direct contact to the head. Not much mitigation. Joseph, what do you think? That's an early shower, I think. Red card. I can see this being a red card. Sandy Park is as shocked as we are in the media area here. It's a really poor challenge. It's a really poor shoulder charge. And I think with the lethal amount of mitigation here, this is a clear red card by our referee, Andrew Brace. The referee reaches his pocket and displays the red card for Montpellier's number eight, Zach Mercer. Is sent off in this game for a direct contact to the head. Ryanak finally used it. His pass is loopy. Surfacing has to jump to reach it. But it's tackled. On, it just does 22. Advantage as well to Montpellier. 
referee not happy with Exeter's defence there. So from the penalty on the edge of the 22 metre line, Paolo Galbisi is going to line up the shot of goal. Walks towards the ball, left footed, strikes it towards the post. Through it goes, and Montpellier have the lead even further now. SSG's 14, Montpellier 18, with 25 to go in this Champions Cup knockout match. Ryan puts up the box kick. Lands comes in the arms of Rory O'Loughlin, spreads wide to Tom Wyatt. It's been pretty quiet today. He's wrapped up well by, by Garbizi and Serpentine. Simmons runs onto the ball. O'Loughlin coming around for his blindside wing. Makes a half break through Surfer Tunstackle but brought down. Dan Frost, ferociously met by Mohamed Hawass. The French prop. Simmons out the back. Henry Slade, good hands, great hands from Chiefs. Reaches Sam Simmons, hands off Rattes. Pops it to Tom Wyatt, who embarrasses Rattes. Tom Wyatt still going. I said he was quiet. He's not quiet anymore. Tom Wyatt wakes this Chiefs crowd up with a spectacular finish of his own. What a score. Tom Wyatt, you beauty, what a finish that was by the 15 first Chiefs running in and out like a horse going through obstacles in a forest. Sir, stellar performance, one on 15. Great quick pass by Chiefs too. Tom Wyatt, world class from him. It's his first start in his first game in the Prem Cup. Outside of the Prem Cup since 2020. What a performance from Tom Wyatt. Embarrasses French international Vincent Rates and dives over in the corner. What a score! Joe Simmons lines up the kick right from the touchline. No, doesn't quite come round far enough, and the score remains. Exeter's 19, Montpellier 18. With 20, 25 minutes to go in this game, but we've all seen the end of the game for Exeter student Will Beckinsale, replaced by fellow ERC player Tom Keynes onto the pitch. Penalty advantage to Exeter. They still have it just four metres out. Johnny Gray comes away with it. He's brought down Daft Jenkins next up. Or was he captaining the side earlier in the season? Exeter still have it here. Joshua Eyes of a score denied. Sam Simmons, not quite for him. Jenkins next up. Surely Daft Jenkins. Literally inches short. Exeter has the try. I'm not sure who it is. We'll come back to you in a second. But yet again, through the forwards. Yet again, through the hard yards. Yet again, through the hard work and the desire. Josh, I have a Scott comes up with the try. The number 18. And surely that's the game done, Joseph. That should be game over, however, it's only a six-point game as it stands. Conversion yet to come. Great finish by Josh Joseph Scott. Great driving ball. Exeter Chiefs scoring tries in the enigmatic way they scored tries in their Champions Cup winning season two years ago. Rob Baxter style doesn't go old, does it? Rob Baxter knows what he's doing and he has one style that works well in his parts. Joe Simmons right up the kick. 13 in from touch. Lines up. Here's a shot of goal. Beautiful from Joe Simmons. Nails the kick. And it's Exeter Chiefs 26. Montpellier 18. Garbizi hits Elliot Stuke on a nice line. Slightly wider. Colley finds Carbonell. Tips onto Ben Lamb. Dynamic winger, of course. Formerly of the Hurricanes. Exeter return over, though. 
Daffod Jenkins sees the penalty though. Mohamed Hawass. Pedro by great offload to find great finish. And he gets Thomas Damore in the corner. Brilliant play from Hawass to get the offload away. Then brilliant play, I think it was from Taulagin, the number 23, to find Thomas Damore in the corner at Montpellier for lifeline. This is what they're looking at. We're looking at a TMO review on the try. Despite the conversion being taken already, referee Andrew Brace not happy about something. Looking at the big screen, perhaps a potential knock-on in the build-up by Montpellier. As Daffod Jenkins looked for a turnover, there'll be a little knock-on on the floor. He has ruled it out. Despite the conversion being taken, referee Andrew Brace rules out the try. Very controversial decision here at Sandy Park. But yet again, Chiefs have a lifeline. Sam Simmons lays back to Tom Cairns. 20-year-old third year. Spins it away. Now now on the box kick. Potentially playing in the semi-final just in a few days' time for the uni. Against Cardiff at home. Montpellier come forward with it again, though. Good break off the kick. On the edge of the 22, five minutes to go. Paolo Garbisi floats through the attack. But still on the edge of the 22, can't break that barrier. Man Rensburg, dummies, goes himself. Held up well. Curtis Langdon brushes off Jack Yendler's opposite number but it's clamped down on by Dave Ewers. Collie onto Carbonell. Out of the back to Garbisi. Out of that one more to Boussier. Lovely hands. Beautiful hands. Ben Lamb. They must score, surely. Montpellier do have a chance in this game. It's number 19. Lenny Nushi with a try. The bombarding 19-year-old back rower scores in the corner and Montpellier have a chance Joseph there is life in this game yet again four minutes to go a three point game and the Chiefs have got a very difficult obstacle ahead of them right now to get to a quarter final on Montpellier have to nail this conversion have any chance so far of getting an outright win however if it stays like this there's a chance for a drop goal for extra time Alex isn't there yeah could have extra time and the results still possible here at Sandy Park got be easy from the touchline just five metres from the left hand touchline goes to the post the Chiefs crouch here on the far side which means it was never even close the score remains Exeter Chiefs 26 Montpellier 23 just two and a half minutes to go Montpellier need a penalty or a drop goal take it to extra time or potentially a try to steal it from Chiefs Exeter just need to hold out these final couple of minutes and they'll be in the European quarterfinal here against the Stormers next week on the halfway line Montpellier clock in the red needing a try to win it a penalty or drop goal second to extra time Leo Colley gives on it's Curtis Langdon who makes the half break because Mohamed Hawass makes 5-10 more metres 40 metres on the Chiefs line now Carbon gets another match to Garbisi Paolo Garbisi delayed pass Dunmont finds Van Rensburg on the wing he's got space to run into Van Rensburg finds his Dunmont 25 metres out now on this right-hand touchline, Montpellier. What a finish we have to this game. Taulagine. Bought down on the edge of the 22. Carbonell. Dummies. Goes himself. Johnny Gregg and Daft Jenkins cleared out. Tackling needs to roll. Item has got to get out of the way. Mohamed Hawass next to carry forward. Collie still has it. Montpellier come forward. Again, Garbisi gives on to Taulagine. 
Colleague looks blind. Finds Domon. Excellent look for the turnover. Don't get it. Elliot Stuke. The Englishman looking to deny the English team. A place in the quarter-final. Not on in midfield, though. O'Brien's stolen it. Sean O'Brien's stolen it. Montpellier looks for the turnover, though. Penalty to Montpellier. What is going on? Exeter seemed to have stolen the ball. Sean O'Brien ran straight through. But as they looked to get the ball out, he was left too much on his own. I think it's Louis Carbonell gets the turnover. Alex, this game has life left in it. What a finish of this match we're having, Alex. The question is, what do you do here? 45 metres out, dead in front of the post. Do you, do you draw a goal? They have those designed already. They're going for a short goal, I think. <laughs> Which, if Paolo Garbisi makes it, or Louis Carbonell, I don't know who take it. But if they make it, it means the game will go to extra time. So, Paolo Garbisi to take this to extra time lines up left foot towards the post he's got the distance he's got the accuracy it's 26 all here at Stanley Park which means one thing and one thing only we are heading for an extra 20 minutes Joseph I won't ask you man of the match yet we'll do that for a little bit later just summarise the game so far this has been one of the most back and forth Catamars Rub games I've seen for years and years. Two teams building confidence, getting rid of nerves, getting rid of anxiety in defence and defence. To a great moment at the end of the match, a great crescendo towards the end. Paolo Garbisi then nailing a kick 45 metres out from the post. And we go to an extra 20 minutes. What a game at Sandy Park, Alex. Absolutely is. And boy, can I not wait for this extra period? Coming up very shortly. So for the first time, I think probably ever on Expression FM, we're bringing coverage of an extra time period in either rugby or football in any sport. Live coverage from an extra time period. Extra Chiefs against Montpellier. Hendrick gets us back underway for the third time in this game. As Boutier takes it in zone 22. To give you an understanding of the rules, there'll be 10 minutes each way in which both teams will switch either side uh, after a two minute half time period if scores are still level at the end of this it'll be done on try count back which exits a win by virtue of four tries to three if, score, if that is still level by the end we'll go to a place kicking shootout that's right a penalty shootout but in rugby <laughs> so Jack Yenel just throw into the line out hits Daffer Jenkins who claims really well against Van Rensburg extra ball it from 10 metres out a minute on the clock they need to make this count they're rumbling towards the line five metres out now just short what can they do from here they need to be crucial they need to get they still go towards the line they're just short held up I think referee Andrew Race has called excellent denied over the line but held up Unbelievable, Joseph. Sandy Park was about to erupt. Tom Wyatt. His great try earlier. Brought things level. Johnny Gray knocks on. And that brings an end to the extra attack. And brings an end to the first half of extra time here at Sandy Park. 
Both teams have had a good spells here. But Exeter are the better team in that first period. Exeter certainly the more dominant and better team in the first period of extra time. However, no points on the board to convert the pressure put on Montpellier in this first period. And that makes it an even more dramatic, dramatic scenario. As we come to the final 10 minutes of this match, who knows, right if we get punished shootouts, anything could happen now. Paolo Gobrisi gets us back underway for the final 10 minutes of this game. With a long kickoff, Josh Hodge replies to the king of his own. And Anthony Boutier can handle under no pressure. Next again, early turn of the hit, Aidan Davis with it. Samson has kept away with it. Josh Hodge, Josh Hodge gets away from Hawass, but scraped by Folletta. As Tom Cairns pops up. Aidan Davis coming up that crucial turn of the penalty to Montpellier now. It's going to be a shot at goal here. Five metres inside choice. the halfway line. Interesting choice on Montpellier. Louis Cobb, now he's got the range on this. 55 metres, no even more, that's it, 57 metres. But dead in front of the post. Carbonell backing himself to take the lead from Montpellier with nine minutes to go. So Carbonell from long range steps up. Has he got the distance? Just under, just under. Louis Carbonell can't quite take the lead. Van Rensburg claims. Montpellier drive towards the line. They still edge forward, still five metres out. Collie uses it. On to Domont. The number 13 steps back towards the mall where all the forwards are so tackle comfortably. Montpellier desperate for a try. Curtis Langdon slips but it's powered on to Taulagin. He's brought down short. Exeter look at the turnover. Referee doesn't give it. Lucy just short. Collie on to Garbizzi at the back. Carbonell. Louis Carbonell. Louis Carbonell dives over. And Montpellier have the try. With six minutes to go, Exeter finds something. Louis Carbonell, after missing the penalty two minutes ago, puts Montpellier ahead. Louis Carbonell, man of the moment. And Montpellier leads with five minutes to go in the second period of extra time. What a recovery from Montpellier. From 14 men down to challenging and being an offensive threat in this game. What a recovery by the French team. What a recovery. This is a champion's performance by the top 14 champions of last year. So Paolo Garbizzi steps up. This will be crucial. He can nail this. And he does nail it. That means Chiefs needs to score a converted try. Massive of Paolo Garbizzi. Massive of Montpellier. The score is now Exegis 26, Montpellier 33, five minutes to go in extra time. 38 metres from the line, minute on the clock. That is all that's left. Tom Wyatt, great break. The fullback's been very impressive today, must be said. Isaiah Scott goes out the back to Simmons. There's a bit of space here. Henry Slade keeps hold of it well. Henry Slade on the outside. Sam Simmons, 20 metres out now, Chiefs. What a finish to this game. You will not find the likes of this anywhere else. Amalazza on debut. Tries to limit further forward. It's Sean O'Brien next up. 30 seconds. Exeter continues to come forward. 20 metres out. Debuters repelled. Tom Cairns. Hands for Henry Slade to Sam Simmons. He is dragged down. 15 metres out now, Chiefs. They've made it from the halfway line. Deep into the 22. Johnny Gray. 
Montpellier, no one can buy a penalty. Still not looking into the rugs. Exeter, Joe Simmons denied. That is his look in the red. We are, this is the last play of the game. Last play of the quarterfinal. Last play of the round of 16. What a finish of this game. Johnny Gray for the line. Denied. Three metres out. Van Rensburg looks for the turnover. Advantage of the to Chiefs. Jack Noll. Three metres out. What is going on for Chiefs? Tom Gans. Dave Ewers. Oh, such a popular scorer he would be. Yendel. Yendel. Jack Yendel for the try. Unbelievable at the end. Jack Yendel and they just stole the try for Chiefs. What a finish of the game. Exeter they do not give up. They plough through. They continue to come forward and just open it to the try. Oh my word, Alex. What a game of rugby this is. Captain Jack Yendel scores a try. Exeter a chance to convert to win this match on try count back. And my word, Alex. This is what the Champions Cup means. So Joe Simmons lines up the kick. This player is right behind him. Lines up. Here we go. Joe Simmons. He gets it. They do not do the ordinary. I will say it again. They will not do the ordinary next to the G's team. It ends here. Exergy's 33. Montpellier 33. Exergy's going through to the quarterfinal. On try score, five to four. Joseph, what has gone on today? This match will be marked as an iconic day in Chiefs history, in Champions Cup history. Best game Champions Cup this year by a long, long way. And they roll on to quarterfinal against Cape Town Stormers. What a game that will be, Alex. Absolutely. Extra Chiefs, what a win. You will not find rugby like this anywhere else in the world. Excellent Chiefs, come up winners here. Joseph, who's your man of the match today? My man of the match, I think, will have to be, I think, I think Tom Wyatt for his great attacking skill today. However, we have to talk about the goat kicking as well. I think Sam Simmons and Joe Simmons, the Simmons brothers, have been great today as well. However, this team, this Chiefs team, the Montpellier team, can all be proud of the performance they've had today. Because my word, what an all-round performance this was from all teams today. There you go, Tom Wyatt, man of the match there. I think Jack Yen was a nomination as well. Try score at the end there. Thank you very much for listening to the Expression FM broadcast. I'm Alex Gregor, joined by Joseph Terry. And we'll catch you very, very soon for more Exeter Chiefs drama. <laughs>